This week's episode of Mind Gap Podcast is brought to you by the disciples of Chentetst. Life gets crazy sometimes. It's pure chaos, and sometimes it feels like things are ever-changing. Instead of fighting against it, it's time to embrace it with the knowledge and the architect of fate, Chentetst. This New Age religion accepts the ever-changing world as it is and by using knowledge and information. The disciples of Chentetst are able to manifest and map their own destinies as the architect of fate sees fit. Marvel as the changer of ways helps you see the threads of truth hiding behind the warped world we call our existence. Master your fate today and join the disciples of Chentetst. Head on over to chaosstar.com today to find your local chapter and enter the promo code MINDGAP to get 10% off your mandatory chaos tattoo. As the good book of Chentetz says, Do not ask which creature screams in the night. Do not question who waits for you in the shadow. It is my cry that wakes you in the night and my body that crouches in the shadow. I am Chentetz and you are the puppet that dances to my tune. Join today. Hey friends, I want to take a moment to thank the fans who've been reaching out to us on social media, YouTube, and Twitch. Justin and I love making this podcast, and sometimes we lose sight of the fact that people like you listen to our content, and we just want to say with full hearts, thank you. Hit us up on all social media at MindGap Podcast, check out our YouTube channel, and stop by our Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast, to hang out with us while we record our episodes. We absolutely love interacting with you while we record. Also, it would mean the world to us if you'd hit that like, subscribe, and share button. Thanks again for listening and interacting. We love you. This week's episode is brought to you by Elfin and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience so you can grab some incredible drinks and tasty food. Elfin and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and some delicious-ass food for you to chew on while you watch some fucking sports. Come on down to Elephant and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Good day there, fine listener. On this week's episode, Justin shows me a video of two guys dressed up as snowmen snowblowing their driveway which leads to a discussion about how the behavior of people is shaped by social media and how the simplest videos can become viral hits. We then weigh in on the controversy surrounding the guy who was punching the seat of the woman in front of him reclining it during an American Airlines flight. It's an episode dedicated to how advanced we become as human beings. So go ahead, warm up, tape up your hands, and get ready to punch the shit out of episode 235 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Unlock emojis in this? Doug's facial hair looks like California. But at least we can't see his map of Tasmania. Oh, really? Well. Well, that's too For merely a $1 a month donation to Patreon, you'll see the map of Tasmania I, on yeah. my scrotum. Yep. We did it, guys. Yep. Yep. We haven't even officially started, and we're already talking about scrotes. Scrotes in Tasmania. 
That works. And Dave Matthews in the background. <laughs> Just like all my nightmares. <laughs> what do your nightmares consist of? Well, Scrotes, Tasmania, and Dave Matthews in the background. <laughs> yeah. Both uh, diegetically and also physically, just there with a knife. Just there with a knife, yep. <clears throat> As he sings his ants marching anthem. <laughs> we go ahead then and stab you. Ants. <laughs> he just sings that just gleefully as he murders you like um, Christian Bale in American Psycho. Right. When he's hacking up Jared Leto <clears throat> to Huey Lunis, Lunis and the Blooms. The lesser known. That's the cover band for Huey Lewis and the The news. one that plays at Tampa bars. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Jared, after everything you've sent us, um, okay, never mind. Water speech in. First of all, hello, water speech. Welcome back, and thank you, Jared, for joining us. I'm going to Google it. Oh, it sounds like uh, something that's like lemon party. All right, incognito <laughs> mode. <laughs> In case you all aren't aware, Jared shared a very lovely video with us today. It was specifically for Justin, and it was a spider uh, murdering a baby snake. And Justin was a huge fan. Oh, I get it, because Tasmania looks like pubic hair. The map of Tassie is down under. Ah, okay. All right. What? If you want to see my taint. It looks like a pelvis, doesn't it? Does it not? Oh, doesn't it look like a uh, like a finely trimmed bush? It's, it's down under, right? Yeah. The other thing is map of map of Tasmania is a song oh boy. by Amanda Palmer. Ah, uh, mm, mm. so there's that. Interesting. The grandniece of uh, the great Palmer. Golfer, I barely Ar- knew her. Arnold. <laughs> the grandniece of Arnold Palmer. No, I like your Palmer barely knew her. I didn't. I didn't catch it, and I should have. And I blame myself hey, for that. Hey, Piper Pilot's back. What's up? How you doing, man? What up, sons? Welcome back. <laughs> what up, son? What up, sons? Good to see you, man. Welcome back. Uh, <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, here it is. Obvious seven <clears throat> says I have to bail very soon, but Todd Hammer versus Michael Scott, when? I guess you coy princes will surprise me at your leisure. Thank you for hopping on, Obvious seven. Good to see you, pal. Uh, yes. And uh, sometime soon, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, background for anyone who's not familiar, just uh just look up uh Todd Hammer on YouTube. Who is Todd Hammer? And you'll understand half of that. And if you haven't seen The Office, go watch The Office. Yeah. You'll understand the second half. Yeah. Uh of the thread. Tell everyone what Todd Hammer is. It's a web series that we did many, many moons ago. Yes. And uh it was uh, it was fun. It's not very good, but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it Justin was fun. played. There's, the, there's still some chuckles in there every a couple couple giggles. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's all right. Why? I played the titular character. You did Todd Hammer. Yes. Uh, the the conceit was that no one knew quite what Todd Hammer did, um, in the first season. Uh, and in season in every subsequent season, he was supposed to have a different profession. That it took the entire season to figure out what he did. So. Uh, <laughs> Obvious. I love the fact that you're a fan. Uh, he said it was fantastic. You are far too kind. So yeah, he loves that. Yeah, he loves that. He it was basically it the 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 voice was basically just a ripoff of Anchorman. That's all. Like <laughs> it was just Ron Burgundy, but done slightly different. <laughs> but really, isn't everything that we do just a ripoff of something else? Yeah, until it we was, get, until we find our own voice. <clears> you know? That's that's all it is. That was it was my homage. We'll call it. 
right? The yep. best form of uh, flattery, flattery is plagiarism. Is plagiarism. That's how I think how the oh, saying goes. Oh, good deal. What'd you, what, what is it? Nothing. Nothing you need to concern yourself with at all. But um, no, I, I think that was really fun. For me, I, was, I remember at the time we were making that, I had no fucking clue. Um, how or what was going on with it? Yeah. I was just I was the boom mic guy, but I was even bad at that. We're like, we're just gonna tape this up or well, put it somewhere. <laughs> Doug, we found out on set that Doug is the absolute <laughs> Doug is the absolute worst uh, person to make a minimal footprint on a set because <laughs> is Doug Doug has considerable size to him. He's he's sorry, like, six three. There's an ogre shadow on the wall. <laughs> like he would hold the boom and typically you'll have to be like, hey, boom's in the shot or boom, boom shadows in the shot. But we're this boom time we're, like, we're like Doug's in the shot. <laughs> it's just this giant uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, silhouette of Doug's body holding the boom. He goes, he moves a little bit. How about now? Still in the shot. I can see now? the reflection. Okay. All right. I, guys, should we just tape this somewhere? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, thank you for. You're welcome. Yeah. So it's on the Twitch stream. You can find the take you right there. Uh, I'm going to let you know right now. I was a few pounds heavier. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So there's that. It's all right. It's all good. It was fun. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah. So, yes, thank you, Twitch, as always. It's always a pleasure Kicking having you guys it off here. Right. Yes. Doing this the right way. Uh, um, so I want to start off real quick just saying, uh, again, thanks to Twitch. Mm-hmm. You guys are so awesome. Thank you for being here. For listeners, if you ever want to join us, follow us on our social medias at MindGetPodcast. Uh, we post uh, this week's a little wonky. We're doing a couple. Just so you know, guys, we're doing this again on uh, in two days. On Wednesday. So on Wednesday. We're doing a double this week because uh, schedules. So check out our social medias. We typically do Tuesdays, but sometimes we have to switch it up. So if you want to join in on this fun, hang out with us while we record live. Twitch.tv slash podcast. Come hang out with us. We love it. And just follow us on our social medias, man. We're doing some cool stuff, having a good time. And uh, don't forget to always uh, like subscribe, download, share, all that good stuff. Uh, we've been pulling some numbers lately, getting some idea on how well we're doing, and we're doing okay. We're, we're, do- ma- we're doing okay. We're doing okay. We're getting there, guys. We are, we are recording a podcast every week. That, that, that is an accurate statement right and, there. Uh, you know, I got to say, we're, we're, we're okay. We're, we're trucking along. We can always do better if you guys right. would just share us around a little bit. Always you know? do a little bit better. Just saying that, you know. Which, I, you know, kind of going into it, I, I want to do an early shout out now to uh, You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Yes. Uh, the episode just dropped today as recording this. Uh, Richie and Wayne from the, the hosts of that podcast had us on a couple weeks ago. Uh, they invited us into their digital home in the UK, and they sent us some wonderful indie artists, and we listened to them. We got to talk about them. Uh, Richie and Wayne uh, excuse me, interviewed uh, these artists and got to showcase them. It was an absolute blast. We had a lot of fun. They're really cool guys. So check out You Haven't Heard This Music podcast. Really cool dudes. It's honestly just a couple of guys who love music, and they're celebrating the artists that don't have a lot of follows, that mm-hmm. don't have a lot of views, that are really good at what they do. And it's something that I would have totally done in college had podcasts existed when I was just balls deep into music. It's just a really cool thing. I highly recommend them. They were really cool. Getting us, give us an opportunity just to hang in there and shoot the shit with them. So check those out. You haven't uh, heard this music podcast. I also want to say that a uh, podcast that uh, I was the guest on called uh, You Know What They Say, the podcast. Um, really cool. Uh, my episode just dropped today oh, sweet. as well. So like, I didn't realize. No one no one told me that that was coming <laughs> out today. So I had, Doug was like, hey, our, uh, our uh, you've never heard this music podcast dropped. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I got a ping on the other side that just said you were tagged in this post. I'm like, shit. 
so many podcasts today. So Abby uh, lies the crowd. <laughs> so they, uh, um, it was it's Amy and Allie. Uh, they the conceit of their podcast is that they um, they go over these uh, idioms or phrases that everyone knows it. and they unpack them. How do they make us feel? Where did they come from? What do they mean? Do they mean anything? Are they stupid? Uh, the one that uh, I was on uh, that was out this week is. Uh, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration or 10% inspiration, 90% perspiration. It varies depending on who you're talking to, but yeah. that's the one we got to unpack. Um, and we got to plug mind gap and talk a little bit about that's this. So cool. We're hopefully going to have them on, uh, yes. at some point too. So, uh, give them a listen. Uh, it's, uh, you know what they say, the podcast they're on SoundCloud, Apple, everything, yada, yada. Um, so yeah, two very good podcasts that you guys can then check out, uh, and show them some love like you show us. Yeah, man. They're great. They're yeah. so cool. So, all right. That being said, let's talk about a couple of fun stuff. You uh, you have some some articles. I do. send my way. Some articles of impeachment. Not guilty. <laughs> Glad I didn't did take I, a sip yet. Did I Congress? I, I think you did. I Congressed. I think you did it. Um, so, yeah. I... Uh, we were watching uh, the the morning morning news as as we often do. Beth and I sipping on a little uh, coffee. I love how you guys are just so old, right? You're like we're gonna watch the morning news with what, our coffee. What happened? Breaking overnight, you say? <laughs> oh, what is this now? Well, I'll tell you what it was. <laughs> Two fucking yahoos in Wisconsin. <laughs> Two uh, fucking yahoos. They. Uh, they they dressed up so you've you've seen I'm sure you guys are most familiar probably with the the T Rex blow up outfit. Uh, have you you've seen that? Yes, yes. I have seen Pe- it. The, the guy you know the people roller skating it. They run marathons in it, and it's it's funny because the big floppy head. It's a suit that you get in, you blow it up with air, and then you're this character. So there's a whole bunch of different versions of that. These guys were in a version that were too frosty the snowmen, and it snowed a lot in Wisconsin, so they went out. Uh, two buddies with snowblowers, and they snow blew a driveway. Snow blowed. They cleared off a driveway from it. snow uh, while dressed as these snowmen. And I guess their wife or someone took a video of it and they posted it. And, you know, the news picked it up and it was the soft, uh, you know, the, the uplifting moment of the day, you know, because if it bleeds, it leads. So everything up to that point was seven dead today in, you know, Virginia, yada, yada, yada. And then in Wisconsin to lighten things up. And this was on the national news. And they were just like, you know, two Wisconsin men. No, <laughs> look at them having fun. And Beth turns to me and goes. Look at them having fun. Beth turns to me and goes, do you think if social media didn't exist, these two guys would have still done this? Would they have went out and purchased these costumes? Because I refuse to believe that they owned these prior to this. Mm. So would they have purchased these costumes, put them on, had set someone up to record both of them, snow blow a driveway, did not need to, and then post it? Like if, if if social media didn't you know uh, exist, would they still have gone through this whole rigmarole? And I was like, that's an interesting thought. First off, that it made a news cycle, and second off, that they did it to begin with because people, it's something you and I might do something like that just for goofs, just yeah. for fun. But I, it started me thinking like, what are people are like everything that you see online now, or people are catching these viral moments? I would say conservatively 75% of them aren't would not happen if social media didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, I feel like it's social media is like changing the climate in which we live, just oh, yeah. what people will do nowadays. Well, I want to go back and just say that um, I guess it's so funny because I feel like I'm talking to me right now. So I'm <laughs> like, this is, this is, this is, because really what I go down to is I'm like, it's not really that clever. 
No, it's not. I know, good for them for having fun. That's yeah. awesome. But oh, yeah. it was purely done for the virality. You know, of it. like is it about the same as Ari Shafir shitting all over Kobe? I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe it's the exact same thing. Who knows? Right. <laughs> right. It is. <laughs> it's not. It is. It's exactly it. Hundred percent. Would Ari Shafir have tweeted that if Twitter wasn't around? <laughs> I pose that to you. I just I look at stuff and I don't know. I'm a bit of a dick. No, I am. A, I'm a bit of a dick. Um, I, I uh, I'm a I'm a real dick when it comes to this. Where I, I look at it, I'm like, you're I a dick that likes a nice root. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. In the Tasmanian, Matt. Right. A yeah. bit. Down under. Down under. <laughs> I did okay. I'm very pleased. I'd say three out of five. I I, I words. Got, <laughs> three out of five words. That was good. Three out of five words. Um, I think that. It's just, it's not that, when I see that video, I think I said this to you as soon as I saw it, um, it's a video that I feel like my mom would have sent me. Yes, absolutely. They're like, were you doing this when you were still blowing your driveway? (laughs) I'm just like, ugh. It's just like any cat video I see, I'm like, my mom would have sent this to me. And just, I don't know, I, that is very, it's funny because I, I understand why it's on the news. Do you really? I do because that is something, that's the reason why I don't watch the news. Right. It's because like, and that sugar was very funny and wholesome veil. Oh. <laughs> well, do you remember, I mean, taking it back to Anchorman, actually, yeah. you, you saw that movie, right? I did. You remember the, the thing? I out through some of it. I don't know. Sure. That's fair. You drank a lot at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a clip where they were like ending a broadcast and they showed the squirrel water skiing. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, look, look at him. He's having fun. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, so it really has like, in a way, those segments have have been around since back in the day, mm-hmm. but they're just so prolific now. There's so many of them. Well, it's just, I look at it and it's, um, you can apologize for touching my phone. You son of, you're like a cat. <laughs> just touching my shit. <laughs> just, just stop it. You know, it actually seriously gave me anxiety. I was like, no, that's going to roll away. It's like, oh God. <laughs> I'm just, just knocking, knocking you're just knocking your computer off next. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, Sorry, I'm, no. I'm catting everything That's Doug hilarious. has on the table right now. It's very funny. Yeah. It's like, because you he lightly touched my phone and then you backed away. And I was like, I'm gonna, I saw you do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling bad for bringing it up now. Um, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm, yes, and yes motherfucker. And let's do this. Um, I just, I guess when I see stuff like that, it's, someone could probably be like, oh, well, you're just mad because you didn't think of it. No, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to dress up like an asshole. No, thank you. And go blow. My 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 driveway and stuff like that, and it's just it's not that creative. I'm glad people find enjoyment out of it. I'm glad it finds sure. spot for a segment on that. But to go to your overall point of if the internet didn't exist, would these guys do it? Right. I mean, because congratulations, you now own those costumes, <laughs> or when they it, rented them. When I mean, even worse. <laughs> one would argue even, even worse. worse, right? Because that means more than one person's been in there, right? <laughs> just like my mom. Oh my god! <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. Maybe it's true. Probably. I mean. <clears throat> so you were saying? I'm not afraid of silence. Let's just sit. And we're think getting about we're, it. we're getting off the. I'm getting us off the rails here. My bad. So, it's okay. I was like, "There's a joke in there. Say it." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to the task at hand. Um, love you, mom. Tug's uh, <laughs> drinking again. Maybe. Um, so I, I think when I see that segment, I'm like, congratulations, you're on there. It's just, I guess what annoys me is that there's just this simpleton's look of like, oh, and then there's 
there's a couple of people having fun. They're dressing up. Let's put it out for the world to see. And I just, ah, I just, I'm like, get out of here. Like get the, out of here with that. The, 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 the optimist in me or the, or the person who doesn't want to keep putting the negativity out in the world. <laughs> I keep forgetting we're trying to do that. It's like, I'm like, look, they, it, it's fun. It's at least it's one less story about someone who got True. murdered. So that's good. But at the same time, I'm like, it, it, it is just interesting. Again, not, it doesn't bother me. It's just interesting to me that there are people, like social media has turned people into a uh, society that thinks of the, like, what else can we do? Oh, I know. Let's get snowman costumes. Let's do, like, it. that wouldn't have had an outlet prior, yeah. you know? Or you would have been doing it just to make your significant other laugh or your yeah. kids laugh, which in that case, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, if you're that kind of just, like, off the wall, like we're just gonna have a good time in life. That's cool, but it just—you know—they did it, and I think that's the part that bugs me. The only reason they did it was just to go viral. Yeah, and it, they succeeded. Well, because I don't know if you saw the video of it was an older brother who every single day when his younger brother got home off the off the the bus, he was wearing a different costume every single day. Okay, and he had like I don't know where he was getting these, but every single day he would have. And they just had footage of him every day, and he'd always be like giving his younger brother a hug and whatever. Like, it was very sweet in the sense that his older brother, and his older brother was probably like, I don't know, five, six years older than him. Okay, yeah. So significantly older. This kid maybe was like in fifth grade, and his brother was obviously in high school. And every day he'd be just sitting there waiting for him. Yeah, with a brother, and, yeah. And give him a hug. And the younger brother, they uh, sometimes they'd play fight or wrestle or yeah. whatever whenever he got off the bus. He'd always give him a hug. And I was like, "There's the, that's that's twofold. One is I think it's just a fun thing that he does for his brother right. and the bus. I can see that being done without the video, a hundred percent. Like, and that's but at the same time, the mother was obviously recording it, sure, and and showcasing it. Look what this is. So it is kind of twofold, but it seems like there's more heart there, right? Again, maybe those are these are two guys, in Wisconsin, that are always doing this shit, and we don't know. It maybe, could be, yeah. Maybe, I, and I don't want to yeah. falsely throw throw them under any sort yeah. of bus or anything. Like, it's maybe not, that's just the one that hit. You know, right. that's just the thing that made him was the snowman snowblowing. Right. We're like, dude, you have no idea. Sometimes we dress up like moles, and we're in the back digging holes. You know, moles digging holes in the backyard. Moles. They had a whole song and dance, yeah. and no one gave a shit. Right. You know? But hey, man, they worked hard. Everyone on relates it. to snow. That's what it is. That is false, but uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jared knows what's up. Um, <laughs> I uh, definitely being produced by people. So, yeah, Waterspeed says, I think more content is definitely being produced by people looking for likes. It, absolutely. And I think that's more more to what the, the I, it's not, not shaming anyone, but that is definitely. It's it's content that again do. There's, if you, there's, if you were there's to creative, shame someone, there's creative content, right? Like yeah. the people like put you know put stuff behind, and there's people who's like, I I know that this is the formula to just go viral, so which is kind of interesting. Probably making a uh, song or a movie, you know, hitting all those points. It's probably in the same vein, just on a, a smaller level. Is probably my guess. Yeah, I guess. Which so why? What about that feels so icky? I don't know. And again, like I keep going back to this, the, the duality of me is like, yeah. they, they didn't do anything wrong. Leave them alone. And then there's another part of me that's like, but if this wasn't on social media, if social media wasn't a thing, would they be doing it? And I have no idea why it's, I don't know why it feels like, con, like, or like contrived. Yeah. Contrived. Or I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to pinpoint why it feels the way it feels. I think for me, if it's that just, makes sense, it lacks sincerity. Okay. Because someone isn't doing this. They're not doing it for the and maybe they are. Maybe it's maybe it is complicated. Maybe it is someone who's like really enjoys being silly. But for some case, the someone who's going to follow the paint by numbers thing yeah. just to 
become an influencer or whatever, just to, to do whatever they're yeah. going to do. That's so disingenuous to yeah. me that it's no different than someone dressing wacky and wild in public. I'm like, you want attention and sure. I'm not going to give it to you because I don't want to be the person. I don't want to play your game. Yeah. And so it's the same way where someone's trying to create content purely based on that. I was like, I don't. Well, Jared brought up a good point. He said, funniest home video started at all. <laughs> And it's true because you know there are those people want money, man. There are those videos in when you used to watch Funniest Home Videos that you're like, oh man, they caught that on camera. Then there was the other ones that were clearly set up and still made it on, and the people did the videos just to be seen on the on the show. And so I think I do think that that started that. I think Jared's right. That was kind of the genesis of all of uh, of basically of all of this. Thanks, America, and And then your Funniest Home Videos. You, Bob Saget. Jesus, again, it's like unitards all over again, What's man. Wrong? I, know. <laughs> I think also um, there's something very special about something happening for real. Right. I saw a really great video the other day of this guy. He was sitting on a bench in a park, and he just starts singing Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Okay. And he just starts going, and he starts singing really loud. And before you know it, everyone else in the park just starts singing along with him. And it's the point where everyone, everyone all at the same time goes, whoa! And it's just everyone is singing together, yeah. and it was just a beautiful moment. It was like sixty seconds. I'm like, this seems it could have been it could have been fake. Sure, could absolutely. Have been. Someone was absolutely recording behind this guy on a bench, you know, and you couldn't even see everyone else in the park. You yeah. just heard it. Yeah. And to me, that felt real, and I wanted to believe that it was real. I'm like, that's an awesome moment. Right. The second you learn something is staged, it rips the magic out of it. It's almost like it uh, does. It can't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Like House Hunters. Right? Yes, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, these are people, they're going and looking to buy one of three homes, which it's going to be. And for some reason, when you learn that it's all bullshit, that right. someone has already purchased the home, and they're just pretending, it rips something out of it for yeah. me. I remember that, yeah. that coming out, and I was like, oh, fuck that show. And <laughs> Practical Doug goes, well, no shit. Right. There's no way they're going to go through a house buying process right. while on, t- they're like, dude, I got to buy a fucking house. Get out of the way, man. Right. Like, I, Of course they're going to buy it ahead of time. Yeah. But it just, it takes the magic away the idea that here's someone who's looking for something right but they've already found it. and you're watching the process and yeah. it's like no you're not you're already, you're just watching someone show off some other homes yeah and it's just it takes the magic out of it for me yeah and i think well and that's to a point i agree like the, with that show specifically absolutely yeah. uh with other things like there are some videos that are clearly set up or staged that are that you watch and you're like that was cool yeah but what is it that differenti- differentiates that? I think part of it is, for me in that case, is are people pretending they're trying to make it seem like it's not staged sure. versus, it, versus it is? Because again, to me, that's the sincerity. Right. And You're, to be clear at this point, just for anyone listening, we've moved past the the guys. <laughs> into, we're not saying that, oh, they acted like it wasn't staged. We're, we're past them now. They pretend right. to be real snowmen. We are far past them. This Murdering is, their own kind <laughs> with machinery. <laughs> It's like putting people through a wood chipper. They're blowing the entrails away. Disgusting. They're like babies. They're basically getting rid of. Could you? (laughs) So, yes, we're past them. This is just in general now. Just general content creation. I think, um, yeah, for me, it's about the, the, because I showed you that VR video gaming uh, video last week, the compilation a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that stuff is staged. But, but it's funny. The, but there's also moments where it goes off the rails. Right. And the humor that it's like watching an improv show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where people kind of know what's going on and then something unexpected happens right. and they're like, oh shit. Right. 
I'm in it now. Right. And we didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah. Or what's even better, a sketch show where that happens. Yeah. And something gets improvised and people are like, this isn't the line, but they're going. Right. That funniest you just, moments. You can, you can watch that happen too. The best moments are when the most professional people crack. Right. It's just, to me, On it SNL. tickles me. Yes. Those are the best compilations. Every time you see one of those, because these are these are masters of their craft at the high, operating at the, the top, like this is the, this is the NBA for them. And they're cracking. And that is just so satisfying to see. Yeah, it's, uh, again, I, I said it before, but there was an episode of uh, the Colbert Report where <laughs> Stephen is trying to do one of those name mashes together. Yes, like yes. And he's supposed to say, it was like, I think it was Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy. Mm-hmm. And he called it, he said, William H. Muffman. And he said it. And he got it out, and he just was trying so hard not to not lose to it. crack. Yeah, but just saying William H. Muffman, it got him, and he crumbled for like thirty seconds. Right. He put the thing over his face. He couldn't handle it. And I just watched that. And I laughed so hard because here's a guy trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah, absolutely, trying to keep it together. Yeah, and he just couldn't maintain it. It was the goddamn best. And that's and that's the one of the things that makes the the Stefan character so. So wonderful yeah. <laughs> is the fact that Hater most of that he had is the first time he's reading it. So he's literally trying to keep it together. Yep. Luckily they've built in a mechanism inside the character that allows him to break. Yeah. But he's trying as hard as he can not to, but Mulaney yeah. keeps throwing him these fucking curveballs <laughs> and you're watching a man go go through what you're going through in the moment and yes. he's not supposed to be. Exactly. And that's the best part about it. While still playing the character right. and like doing different voices. Exactly. I love that when he would say something immediately go like this, he's like, fuck, that was funny. <laughs> Or you, you can see him read ahead a little bit yeah. as he's speaking. He's like, and you could just see the he'll like, start oh, to shit. shake his head like, God damn it. Yeah, spicy, yeah. you know. <laughs> or what was the uh <laughs> where he talked about a, a Jewish vampire? And he's like, uh, or he is something and he goes, Well, are you familiar with like Blackula, Black Dracula? And he goes, Yeah, well, this one is a Jewish oh, what's his name? Sidney Applebaum. <laughs> Well, that's the thing too. Is he used that uh, that came back right. as like a, a callback at some point? And he's just it's he just you know you can see him just fucking yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're so we're butchering Stefan bits now. What are we doing? That's here? okay. Uh, Water speech asks, do you do motives define sincerity? That's an awesome question. Um, I think I think motives and intention I think are something that sh- that don't get calculated into things most of the times I, I think absolutely yeah and I really think they should because I think you have to it doesn't excuse something or behavior but it really has to be like what was this person's intention with doing this because that I feel like this just it's a factor in the equation mm-hmm. it 100% should be considered was this person intending to be an asshole when they did something or was their intention like hey I'm trying to make a joke it didn't go through and now it's like, well, fuck. Right. Did were they that wasn't their intention right. to hurt anybody's feelings <laughs> or do anything like that. So I think that's something in motives, I don't know, man. Like, I guess I guess that's the whole thing with reality TV, right? Because to me, the motives are if the motive is like we want people to watch this show, and the way to get people to watch this show is to manufacture drama. Right. Then I think that motive, um, defines insincerity in a, in a way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because you're you're pretending to do something that isn't real right? while pre- saying it is real to get people to watch because you know that's what pulls people in. Right. So I would say in, in a way then, yeah, motive defines sincerity because if you're, yeah, like if, if your motive is to be sincere, 
Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like that they do kind of go part and parcel. Well, I think it's just a matter of, you know, what what is driving you? Like you want to get you want your goal. Your goal is I um, it'd be like something was put in terms of our podcast. If our sure. motive is like we've got to get a lot more listeners, therefore, we're going to manufacture something that's sure. going to pull in the viewers. Right. And we're going to pretend that it's something else. Our motives are like we want to be seen. Right. Therefore, I think that is gonna that that is gonna define our sincerity, and it's not gonna be sincere at all. Right. That's interesting that I never I never really equated the two or took the time to kind of equate the two. I don't know, maybe not necessarily all the time, but I would mm-hmm. say a lot of the time, yeah, I would. I do think. Well, motives, I think motives are important to consider. I think in most cases, right? Yeah. What is someone's motive? Well, I, I mean, think that's, that's how a, we get into the mob mentality thing. Is that sure. to your point that we don't we don't take the time to consider the the motive, the intent, what it, mm-hmm. what was behind this? You know, it was like, well, no, this person did a good thing. Well, yeah, but then we do. Well, no, 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 but he did a good thing. Like it's like the beer guy. Yeah, right. I was right? exactly that, what I was that thinking. Is, that is a prime example uh-huh. prime example of what uh of of his motive was 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 a good intent or well i guess it technically his motive was just to get free beer to start with yeah but at the same time because yeah. it took off right he was like cool i'm gonna give this money to charity like right. whatever he's i don't need all this money it doesn't need to be mine and then right. of course i was like well if you dig into his past right when he was 12 years old he's he tweeted bad things <laughs> of course yeah. he did right of course he did uh, but going back to your original point, the internet 100% is shaped behavior. Yes. Uh, social media <clears> is shaped behavior. <throat> I mean, it's actually kind of crazy to me now that anyone would be as insane as they are in public. Yeah, not knowing that you're going to get recorded. And as racist as they are in public. Well, that I mean, that's a whole different topic we can dive down, which yeah. is people are just emboldened nowadays. They don't care. Their their views that they've kept bottled up yeah. are have been... Uh, not validif- um, uh, validated. Yeah, they've been they're 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 valid now, and they've yeah. been solidified at the utmost le- at the top level. Yeah. and so now they're like, oh, cool, we've got a a cart a free a, a get out of jail free card to say this stuff. Yeah, I like it was, the, the, it was, the consequences have been removed. Well, it was like the woman who was uh, calling the cops on the girl selling water. Yeah, outside the apartment. Yeah, and you know, I, I feel like there's countless cases now where. People's actions have caused them to get fired. I mean, remember the lady that was freaking out in Michaels? We talked about yes. that. Yes. Lost her fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she got fired, but I remember the place that she originally worked at, and this is how crazy people yeah. were. They went and found where she originally worked, and they're like, just to verify she doesn't work here anymore. Right. And then they actually caught up with her to, like, interview her. And the she, next company, yeah, that she tried to, yeah. Well, the, the media, she, she had another, like, quote. She basically said, I'm not sorry. Doubled down on it so and I said, stand "Look, I'm by it. Right. Because they were assholes. It's like, what? Right. You were losing your mind. There's another lady who I, did, I didn't read the full article, but there's another lady who, uh, and this is not the, the next topic, but there was another lady who was on a plane recently mm-hmm. who uh, was, she made a stink about not wanting to sit next to a baby. She's like, Ugh. I don't want to, I'm not going to sit next to a crying baby this whole flight. She's this and this. I demand to be uh, moved seats and this and this. And I work for the governor. I work for the governor. Oh. I have to get this and this and this. Then why are you and, sitting there if you work for the governor? Right, <laughs> right, and then so and again she it, I I have not gone through the full article, but she she caused this stink, and uh, the the flight attendant was like you know basically you you can't something something, and she kept saying, I work for, she was berating uh, the flight attendant berating someone else, and she sat down across the aisle of like basically like I'm 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 sitting here and I'm not going to get up until. And she goes, all right, then I want you off the plane. And she goes, no, you can't do that. I need to get this and this and this. She goes, no, I can do that. 
I want you off my plane now. It's a power move. Yeah, the flight attendant was like, power move ever basically, do. GTFO, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And the lady was, and then immediately, if you watch the video, immediately, look, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm just, I'm stressed. I need to get this and this. She goes, I thank you for apologizing. Get off my plane. Yeah. She would not relent. And basically, but this woman thinks she can say whatever she wants. Got fired from the governor. She got fired from a job after this. Basically, like, don't use us to yeah. be an asshole in, in public. Yeah. So she got fired from her job, and now she's, you know, wherever she is now. She's, Damn. and this happened this week. It was this the week? This it, this was very recent. Oh, my like, gosh. It was one of those, well, I don't know this week. It's Monday we recorded this. But still. It happened recently. Yeah, within the um, last two weeks. Yeah. But again, like, someone like that, you don't think you're going to get, re like, sh sure, if this happened, like, maybe in the 50s or the 60s, 70s, 80s even, where no one was recording it, you might have gotten away with just people on that plane thinking you were a bitch. Mm -hmm. But not when you've got everyone. Immediately, the person, someone took out their phone, recorded the whole fucking thing. Of course they did. And you're like, you're being an asshole. Yeah. Get off the plane. Well, not only that, it's also just, you're fired. Well, I hate it when people pull rank like that. That is, if you want, if right. you want if you want me to care less or just stop caring, pull some sort of. Name drop or something like that. Yes. I will immediately stop caring. Right. I will stop helping you. It was the same thing like, when oh, I worked in dick. the hotel. You're a dick. I, I hated the hotel that I worked at, but um, one of the things that happened was there was, um, one of the policies was you had to provide a credit card or a debit card for incidentals. Even if the if the room was prepaid or whatever, it was yeah. covered by work, you had to put something down. And these fo these these folks were coming in for some sort of conference, and we were telling them, "Hey, we need to have a credit card." And they were it was a bit of a bit of a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And this woman goes, "You know, I used to work for the Ritz Carlton, and we never would have asked this of our of our uh, guests." And I just Ooh. looked up her. I go, "We're not the Ritz Carlton." <laughs> <laughs> True statement has never been told. I was Absolutely. like, "This is a fact." We are not the Ritz Carlton. And I just go, I'm sorry. My job depends on me asking you for this. Right. I have to do this. And at that time, I'd been there long enough where I'm like, someone's fucked me over enough. Right. That I'm going to have to ask you to provide me with a card. You, for ain't, getting your, you ain't getting your key until. I'm sorry yeah. that this is not part of your plan. I have to ask. Right. Can't you just turn everything off? No. Because that has also bitten me in the ass. What if you fuck something up? Right. You look like you're fine. Right. But. Anything's possible. Right. Crazier things have happened. Absolutely. And, but when they pull that stuff, or do you know who I am? How many people have lost their job with that? There was the the news anchor yeah. who was berating a tow truck company, calling her like some dirty slag or something like that. Oh, no, she's not British. But she's just like, do you know who I am? Oh, you wanker. Oh, dear, you dirty. See you next to. Oh, I told you. You were there for that. Right? Absolutely. Can we tell that story? We did. On here? Didn't we? I don't think so. We told Drew. Anyway, we're going to tell it again. Yeah. So Justin was over at my place to Hard record. Stop Hard stop on the previous stop. story. We're gonna. We're gonna <coughs> my mind is. We are ADD we are. to an extreme today. So uh, we were recording at my house. Justin was hanging out with me and Jill and Natalie before we recorded, and I forget exactly what was said, but essentially I said, I was joking, saying, "Hey, stop being a see you next Tuesday." And Natalie goes, "See you next Tuesday." As Jill looked at me. She goes, "That one's on you." That one's on you. And I just, I immediately, I was just like, "Doug, you are up for Father of the Year on this one." I, I said, "The like, bar's oh been boy. raised." Oh boy! I was you like, inadvertently made your four-year-old daughter say, cunt. "But you know what? If that's how allude to cunt, if she says that as opposed to cunt, I, I consider that a win." I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
if that's what she's like, see you next Tuesday. And it's like, that's that's the worst that she says. And she doesn't actually say it. I'll take that. I mean, I'll consider that a three out of five. You, Justin. <laughs> I can't argue that. Yeah. I can't. I, was argue like, that. I mean, uh, it could be worse. It could be worse. Uh, Jared says back in my casino dealer days. Uh, but Vegas gives us free drinks. Oh, Vegas that. lets us do side bets. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. <laughs> they never, they never loved when you pointed out <laughs> that that Perth ain't in Vegas. <laughs> hey guys, you're not in Vegas. You're around the other side of the world. Okay. You hear the accent? <laughs> ain't in Vegas. Oh my God. That, that's that's just the when people talk about entitlement. Yeah. That's what that is. And and that woman, especially. Working for the governor's office? Yeah. Like, you are a public servant. You right. are a public figure. What are you trying to pull? Right. And over a baby. Right, over a... Well, over the, a baby. And the mom even, you can hear her on, the, on tape going, you won't be crying the whole time. Like, I'm going to calm her down and everything will be fine. I've never had problems with kids on planes. No, never have. I, I actually never have either. And, and still, even now, especially having a kid, and people are so apologetic, I'm like, don't worry. Right. It's a kid. Right. It's a baby. Baby's going to do what baby's going to do. It's fine. If your kid is older and they're being a dick. Right. We're going to have, we can talk about I'm that. I'm going to put him on the wing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's so those are the things that, oh my God, the fact that I don't want to be next to a baby. Right. I work for the governor. I must get blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. No, thank you. Hard, hard pass. Yeah, I'm so glad. I saw that once where a guy got kicked off the plane. It was hilarious. It was so like hilarious. you were in the plane. I was in the plane. Really? It was like a college oh, do tell. age kid, and he was sitting. I think a seat or I think he was like right in front of us. Right. And Joe and I were flying down to Disney World because we're also already flying. It has to be Disney World naturally. And uh, it was her and I and this other guy and this kid for what she said. I need you. To, you take off your headphones, please. And he's like, No, nah, I don't have to do that. He was basically just arguing with her. He's like, No. She's yeah, like. Right. No, you need to take those off. He's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Right. He's just like challenging her and challenging her. I'm like, woof. I just like, dude, this this kid's holding up, holding up everything. So right. finally, the the flight attendant goes, okay, um, you need to unbuckle your seatbelt and you need to leave. Same thing happened with him. All of a sudden, the weight of the world came <sighs> crashing down. Yeah. The truth of the matter. And he's like, uh, but I'm with my friends. She's like, I don't care. Get off the plane. He's like, what am I supposed to do? She goes, not my doors problem. that way. Right. All of a sudden, they have to fucking open up the doors again. Holy and shit. He gets and when they do down. that, isn't there, one th once they open up the doors again, isn't there like a whole nother like security measure check that, like, I don't know. There, there's a whole protocol that comes into place. Once that door is locked and closed, mm -hmm. if they have to reopen it, there's a whole rigmarole. They, they got to go it's, through It's like it. protocol yeah. and stuff like that. And that guy got escorted out and I was, I was shit. laughing so hard and I said something loud enough. So the people in front, his friends care. I'm like, so glad that douchebag's off here so we can leave now. <laughs> and Captain douchebag. And the guy next to me laughed so hard. He's like, yeah. And then after the flight, I saw the flight attendant. I go, Hey, I just want to let you know, I work in customer service. I was really happy to see you do that. I go, I know it sucked. I go, but you know, you do, you do good work right? and you don't need, you don't deserve that. She goes, thank you. She goes, that's the first time I've ever done this, and I've done this for many years. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. She goes, I've never had to do that. I go, she, she was like, he was just challenging my authority. She goes, and I can't, I can't have that. Well, because you know? imagine if something were to happen mid-flight. Yeah. You cannot have someone who's going to be that much of a cock to you. Yeah. Like, you, you can't have an asshole like that on the flight. Yeah. You just can't because you need people to be able to, like, recognize that this person is a person of authority, even though in your eyes they may be a lowly flight attendant, Fuck you. Especially with something They're like... They're a person of authority on that flight. Go fuck yourself. With air, any sort of transportation... Right. The plenty, trust me, there's plenty of employees in those things that are dicks. 
They're oh sure total assholes. They're uh, they they have their own set of rules right. that have to be followed that are not protocol, and it's absolutely absurd. But in a situation where someone's just like, hey, take off your headphones, or hey, I need you to repeat back. Yes, I understand these instructions. Right. I need you to say yes. You understand? Say I've, it. I've seen that delay mm-hmm. where like they had think they had to ask two or three times. They're like, can you handle this? And the person nodded. Like, I need a verbal yes from you. And they nodded again. They're like, no, no, I need a verbal yes. Or no. Yeah. And it was, oh, yes. Like, I think they were thinking like, okay, yeah, whatever. But it's like, no, you don't understand. Legally, there's a lot of fucking red this tape here. This is a here. verbal contract. Right. And you are agreeing to it right you, now. Yeah. And if not, you need to move seats. And why, why do, what is, what is that? Is that, I think it's a matter of power. People just feel like they 100%. need to, they don't have much power in their life and they feel like they have to exert it in those right. situations where like, I'm going to leave you a bad review. Right. It's like, okay. To Yelp I go. All right, go for it. Man. Right. Like I've taken down all sorts of restaurants and fl- <laughs> flights that you wouldn't believe the regional airports I've shut down. <laughs> really? Really, sir? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm air right. travel. Fuck her over. I couldn't have better come back to me. <laughs> Uh, I, I 100% think that is it. It's, it's them who they either don't get to assert authority in their everyday life or they do and they don't know when to turn it off. Uh, interesting. Someone who is like the head of a company or oh, right. top salesman or a right. uh, uh, whatever it is. And they the just, entitlement continues. They just can't turn it off because they get to say, they get their way in every other aspect of their life. Yeah. And it's just like, oh no, you don't win here. You yeah. just don't. That's a tough lesson, and that's something yeah. I hope Natalie learns. I'm trying to teach that to her now because she's very much like, yeah. well, I want to do this. I'm like, nah, sorry, you yeah. need to learn this now that you're not always going to do what you want to do. Conversely, I'm trying to unlearn that. I feel like yeah. for most of my life, I've been so like, okay, whatever you need. Like, yeah. I don't want to rock the boat. In, authority, in the face of authority, I crumble. Oh, yeah. I hate authority, but yeah. in the face of authority, <laughs> I will crumble. <laughs> Because for me, I'm always. But I've been like, trying to stand. I've been trying to be more of a dick without being a dick. Being more but like being more assertive. More assertive. Just basically trying to be like, no, nah, I'm gonna say no. Like I'm just yeah. I'm not gonna roll over again. Yeah. You know when think, it's appropriate. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I'm the same way. Where a lot of times I just want to let stuff go because to me it's not worth the effort. Yeah. But there's other times where I'm like, this isn't right. Right. Like you don't. I do need just to say something. Get here. to yeah. do this. Like this is not okay. And I'm getting better with that. And yeah. I have a feeling that come I don't know, 20 years from now, I'll be great at it. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, bah, 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 bah. I understand now why Haig is how Haig is. <laughs> like, <laughs> at 62, I understand why he's, you just look at him and he's just like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You don't like. I don't care. You've, you've gotten to a point where it really doesn't, like, you've got your, your group of friends and anyone else can go fuck themselves. Yeah. To a point, I get that. Yeah. I disagree with it to a point, but to another yeah. point, I'm like, that's got to be freeing to feel that way. Yeah, because the thing, too, is like, it's, I just don't want to go through the hassle of arguing and trying to make a point. Because a lot of the time, too, is, and I think I'm a lot like you in this, where I do need to push back sometimes. But I look at it as though, um, what's the cost-benefit ratio here? And sure. is this something that, is this a hill I really want to die on? Absolutely. Because a lot of times you'll be in the middle of it, and you're like, fuck. We've crossed some terrible threshold here where we're arguing. We're like we're we're escalating this. We're going to DefCon one here over uh, fries, right? You know whether or not I got fries, right? And overcharging me for fries. It's like how did we get here? But then your primal side of you goes, "Don't back down. You must win, right, at all costs. If you surrender now, you're a failure." It's like I'm gonna win the fries, <laughs> and the other person's like, same thing. Like I hate my job, right? I don't want that. I don't want to do this. And you just realize, wow, how did how did we get here? 
And those are the things that I don't want to wander into. I want to be able to control that in a way that makes sense. But at the same time, if someone is being a complete asshole, right. I want to be able to call them out on it and then maybe politely and calmly, because that's the master move is staying calm. Oh, yeah. To politely that's, the lieutenant, like, that's the Lieutenant Brock move. That's right. Brock would just basically be like, hey, uh, I can see we're not getting anywhere right now. Um, I'd like to speak to your superior. Mm -hmm. They're not here. Cool. I'll wait. Right. <laughs> Plop. Yeah. I'm like, what? Because that's the thing. It's a, a battle of attrition. It's a yeah. battle of wills. Like, what uh, are you attrition. What are you willing to do to win? It's a battle like, of alacrity. And, <laughs> uh, Did I, no. Did I do it right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, it's three just, out of five. <laughs> three out of five. I think that's what this episode is going to be called. Three out of five. Um, yeah. So uh, I, going back to <coughs> everything, just people who are throwing their weight around with titles and horse shit, I'm not, I'm not for it. Well, Waterspeed says people act like complete dirtbags on planes. It brings out the worst in people. Why is I that? could not agree more. That is 100% the truth. And I think, that, I mean, it's been talked about by, uh, uh, you know, everyone ad nauseum, but like the, it's just this, the, the stress of travel. Travel mm -hmm. is just not easy typically. People, if you've got kids or yeah. anyone with you, like you are, you're wrangling bags and you're trying to get through lines and shoes off, shoes on, belts, and what do we do? Do I step through me, just the kit and me? Okay, what? Mm -hmm. I got a stroller. Where do I put that? Do I have to check it? Like mm -hmm. there's all this stuff. Where do I hide Even these be, drugs? Right. It's, I got, I've got three pounds of cocaine up my ass. Yeah. Five pounds of ground meat. Mm -hmm. And it's just fucking, there's a lot of shit up my ass. It was a great night. It was a great night. Uh, Vegas, baby. <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, you do that in Perth? Uh, <laughs> Perf. In, in Vegas, they let me shove ground beef up my ass. <laughs> Raw. <laughs> Raw. And more ways than one. <laughs> Um, but I think, and that's all just before you get through security. And so like, then you're on the plane, it's cramped. There's no leg room. It's hot. It's, I just think that there's people automatically are on edge. Yeah. And so if you're naturally inclined to assholic ten tendencies, it's going to be amplified a hundred percent. I don't know. I've, the one thing I, I really thank my mom for was just traveling a lot with me when mm -hmm. I was growing up. So I got used to travel. I got used to things like that. And so well, a level headed person, Doug, <laughs> don't get me wrong. The normal, well-adjusted individual should have no trouble. And the thing it's I liked, stressful, but manage it. The thing I liked about my mom, which actually, in hindsight, I look at it, was pretty dismissive. But if things got out of hand, she'd just be like, look, we can't control this. So let's not get upset about sure, it. Sure, yeah. Which, at the same time, I'm like, you're invalidating my feelings. But <laughs> the point being that... You're fucking snowflake. <laughs> but, I mean, there's there's something that's absolutely right. Why worry about the things you can't control? Right. Hey, you, you need to get your luggage, but the luggage container on the plane is stuck. Well, we can't do anything. Right. Why go rage out at the person at the front desk who has no control over that? Sure. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't need to do that. We don't need to go and, and take it out on them just because it sucks. You know, if you're especially trying to catch a connecting flight, 100% mm -hmm. that stuff sucks. In those situations, I'm like, look, this is bad luck. It's bad luck. Right. I can't control it. You can't control it. It sucks. I'm sure you're getting hammered for it. I'm not going to pile on. Right. Because I don't need to. But... On the same side, if someone is responsible for it and someone is clearly like because they screwed up, because they weren't paying attention, because something or the other, then they should be held accountable. Right. And that's just all I'm looking for. If you want to win me over as a customer or as anything like that, as a human being, just admit when you're wrong and we'll work through it. Right. We'll work through it. I, I appreciate someone just acknowledging their mistakes. So there was another story that actually Water Speech was hoping we were going to bring up, and you're welcome. We were going to bring it up. Yes. Uh, speaking of people being assholes on a plane and bringing out the worst in people, uh, there uh, was a woman who reclined her seat on a Delta, air, or sorry, on an airplane. The Delta CEO spoke out. I don't know if it was on Delta, but a uh, woman reclined her seat on an airplane mid-flight, and apparently the guy behind her was none too happy about it. 
and he started punching the back of her seat. She says he violently punched it like eight times. Then she started recording, hoping that that would deter him from doing it. It did not. He, instead of quote unquote violently punching it, he continued to tap it and like play the drums on it and kind of like boop, 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 boop the whole time. And uh, the, the flight attendant actually came up and she got berated for recording him. So the flight attendant was like, mm-hmm. you need to, you need to delete that video oh, and, no. and okay. kind of, and, and write your seat, like bring your seat basically back up. And I think, I don't know, she, the, the woman said like, you know, I got berated, he got a free drink. And so I don't know if they, whatever, but I'm, it was interesting because again, this is something that made the news cycle. And the first thought that I had when I, well, the first thing that, the first way I learned about this was Judd Apatow's tweet where he tweeted at Delta because yeah. the CEO was like, what we need to do on planes is we need, like, if you want to recline, turn around and ask the person behind you if it's okay that you recline your seat. And Judd Apatow's like, uh, no, we pay for the right to recline our seats. And I was like, well, that's an interesting debate. And so then I started thinking about this and I was like, two things. One, if social media was not what it was, similar to the, the snowman thing, social media wasn't what it was, this would have started and ended at that flight. Mm-hmm. And and maybe a couple, it would have been it would have been a story for dinner parties for both of them, you know. But now it's literally it's legitimately a it is part of the news cycle now. And it now is yeah. on Twitter and celebrities are weighing in and all like it is now the New York Times wrote an article about it for fuck's sake. What's happening? <laughs> this well, is this used to be just something that happened between two people on a plane. Well, how about <laughs> I'm tired of these fucking tweets on this motherfucking plane? It's like it sounded like people joined the Mile High Club. Like right. this just used to happen between two people <laughs> in a bathroom, <laughs> a tight bathroom on a plane. Right. You know what I'm talking about? A tight bathroom, a tight. Tw- What's up, plane. clown pup? How are you doing? Um. So here's I found out about this because uh, my good friend Matt Hanley, also uh, uh, pot, Mind Gap Podcast All Star, mm-hmm. frequent flyer, mm, yes. uh, flies a lot. And he started posting about this last Thursday. Uh Uh-oh. And I only became aware of it because of him. And here's what he originally wrote. He said, pro tip, don't be a baby if someone reclines their seat. If you want more room, pay for a better seat. Don't buy a seat in the back that doesn't recline and then punch the person's seat in front of you like a 12-year-old. She paid to use the button on their chair. He did not. This guy is flying American in the back, which means he's flying basic economy, the class below economy. (laughs) You pay for basic, expect basic. You, you pay for basic and expect more, you're just a jerk. And the way I interpreted yeah. that was no different than when I worked at the yeah. hotel. And, uh, oh, what's up, clown pup? We'll talk to you in a second, pal. Hang in there. Um, it's, it's like someone who prepaid on Expedia or something like that. And right. Got a dirt street rate. They come go. in, they're like, my room's too small. Or Sorry. I wanted a view. I'm like, you got a standard room. Right. Well, like, well maybe I'll just have to. I don't know if I want to stay here anymore. I'm like, that's cool. You prepaid. So you have to go talk to them right. and whatever. Like, but I want it's like, you can't, the unreasonable nature of a human being when they're not getting what they want to <laughs> pay for nothing. And then be like, dude, like, listen, my life as a six foot three, six foot four man, uh, in, in places like airplanes, trains, you knit cars, I just Planes, don't fit. trains, and automobiles. I just don't fit. Right. The world, as Jill and I joked, the world wasn't built for Doug. And that's fine. I've lived with that. I've gotten over it. So in a situation like that, if you're paying for basic, you're going to get basic. All right? Don't get mad about it. Yeah. All right? Do not get pissed. You have to accept it. So I think, I like to think that that guy 
was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. I think that was just the worst of it where someone reclines. I typically don't recline my seat in airplanes because, A, I don't think it's going to help me much. Yeah. I'm like, just a little bit. Right. And B, I don't want to inconvenience the person behind me. That's just how I roll. Sure. People have done it for me, and it sucks because I'm huge. <clears throat> and so I'm like, you, now you have even less room. Yeah. I'm like, great, I can't. But at the same time, I'm not going to get mad because there's a there's a button there's, there. No, Missouri. There's a button there to be pushed. You can push the button. You know, you push button, and that seat goes backwards. That some bitch. Just like in the movie theater. When there's a kid next to you during <laughs> Captain America Civil War going <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking reclining chair, it's it's awful. It's awful. Oh, glad. Uh, you, uh, so Clown Pup says I have Tourette's syndrome, so I have severe tics. Plus, I don't like airplanes. That sounds like a nightmare. Is that uh, I have I too have Tourette's syndrome, so I, I feel your uh, your pain on that one. Is is the stress of airplanes? Does that bring them out more for you? Is that is that kind of like a double kind of a double whammy for you? Um, Jared said, I fell asleep immediately on plane, so I would be fine with the back seats. Well, good, good for, for you, you, Jared. You good back to you. fronter. Uh, <laughs> you can, I can, you. I'm good with the back to the front of the plane. Anywhere from back to front. I'm, I'm good there. Yeah, man. Um, if yeah, I, I fall asleep, I snore, so no one wins. So Doug, you like, are just... <laughs> life in general good. is tough for you. Yeah. But the thing is, I accept that. I know what I'm walking into. Yeah. I know myself. I, it's my life. <laughs> I think that... Uh, I, I don't fully, though, at the same time, I don't fully disagree with the Delta guy. I do think that there's nothing wrong. I don't think we need to be beholden to who we who sits in front or behind us. But it's not a bad idea, again, just to show everyone a little bit of risk, like everyone respecting sure. each other, to go, hey, look, I'm going to recline my seat. Or even give it like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recline, if that's cool with you, and just back it up. Just letting him know. I, I don't agree that we should have to do that, but I also, I don't think that is a crazy thing to suggest either. I think what you're, that, that's a... That's a veteran move right there from human being to human being in a sense that you don't have to because the button exists for you to do that. Right. But um, I think it's it's what we call in the customer service biz a plus one, right? Mm-hmm. You're reaching out to that person. You're saying, hey, look, I'm going to do this. Is Just giving you a heads up. Is that cool? I think that's really awesome. But those yeah. are the things where I get extra respect for people. And if someone were to ask, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Do you think? You'd, By all yeah. means. If anything. Live your life. <laughs> It encourages me to be more supportive of that person because I think that is a kind thing to do to go about it. And, um, you know, it's just like this person, again, I don't think they, they definitely should have had to do it, but they had a, a, a small child or a baby on the plane and they made like little gift bags. Yeah, of treats for absolutely. Everyone yeah. That had notes and said, hey, sorry. Right. Blah, blah. You do not need to you do You don't that. have to. I mean, cool of them to do it. I was very kind, not have to. but yeah. I was like, guys, you're right. self-conscious and you felt like you need to do that. But. Very cool thing to do, human being to human being. Absolutely. And I think that's that's there's the three out of five, and then there's your four and four out of five and five out of five uh, behaviors, and that's those are in the, in that realm. Right. Now I want to make it abundantly clear. I have never asked to recline my seat, and so I do. I <laughs> while I say yeah, it'd be nice <laughs> to say to people, I've never done it. Yeah. <laughs> I've always just reclined. Just like I've never used the blinker on my car. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And that's why the left side of your car is just right. trashed. I'm like, it'd be nice right. if I did. I'm not going to do I'm it. I'm sure people would appreciate it, yeah, but right? fuck them. It's yeah. my car. Yeah. I don't want to change that they light. They see me veering. They know what to do. Right. Get out of the way. They should you know? be watching me. All eyes on this guy. That's right, motherfuckers. <laughs> I thought I said that and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Try better. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I don't. But again, to to the social media aspect of this, though, like mm. this, 
this interaction between these two people became news this morning. <laughs> but I might, also, I might also ask. Why? Maybe this is necessary, Justin. Is it? To, to, is it? To move forward the social interactions on planes. We're talking about it. We're having discussions. What should we and should sure. we not do? Sure. As stupid as ah, it is. Fuck, I hate giving you that, but it's I so think true. It, and I hate saying ah, it, Justin. So true. I hate saying it. I think there's a little bit of a benefit there because we're actually dissecting it in a way that people are like, well, moving forward, what should we do? And you and I, you literally just said minutes ago, you know what the cool thing to do is to let people know before you're going to recline. Right. And that's going to spread. And maybe that's where we'll be at. Everyone on Twitch, everyone listening here. Go forth and be good people on planes. Yeah. That's right. all it is. That's the only good thing I can see from it. Now, again, I think what draws people to it is the insanity of it. I also don't like the conclusion of the woman essentially being told to stop like That she was in the wrong. And yeah. that the guy was rewarded for it. I mean, if that's if that's the case, yeah. I don't again, I can't verify this, but that's what that was her quote. So. You know, it's one of those things where Brings you back to, I've been talking a lot about the hotel tonight, so I figure we can go back at least one more time. I mean, that's where everything, that's the genesis of everything, there is was, the hotel. There was once a man who came and stayed at the hotel. He was from, I don't know, a place called Australia. And he had traveled a long, long way. And uh, he was staying in a room and he, I think he took some medication and then he also had a quick drink from him, from somewhere to soothe him a little bit. And in the middle, and then he went to sleep and he woke up and he got really confused about where he was. Mm -hmm. um, I think he was going to go use the bathroom, but instead he walked outside of his room and the door closed behind him and he didn't have his key and he started knocking on his door. But the problem was he was knocking on someone else's door next door. And here's this guy's basically standing in his underwear, like knocking on their door. And that person for whom the door was, they opened the door. And the guy tried to walk in because he was out of it. Mm -hmm. And the guy on the other side of the door punched him, called the front desk and said, this guy tried to come in my room and I punched him. What are you going to do about it? Is, can, can I ask a, a qualifying question here? Mm -hmm. Were you working the front desk? Yes. And was that, was that how he said it verbatim? More or less. Wow. Paraphrasing, okay. but essentially was like, uh -huh. what are you going to do to fix this? And you know what? Huh. The guy who opened the door to a stranger in his underwear in the middle of the night and punched said person got a free upgrade. To a really? Suite. Yeah. So here's, 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 okay. Here, okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm still pretty salty about it after all these years. For a hot second, I had a blog called Life in a Hotel. A blog. <laughs> I Do it. <laughs> Do it. A blog. Oh. A blog. A blog. <laughs> you had a... I had some, it was, it was an, I was, I would write on, on the internet. It was a, a long article. It was yeah. called a blog. <laughs> um, I, I just was doing some creative humorous writing kind of in the vein of cracked at the time where sure. I was just like describing what had happened. Actually, it's a great, it's a great place to pull from for, for a blog. Yeah. For a blog. For a blog. Yeah. Um, and I, I just remember like writing about that story and describing how a man got punched by someone else and that guy got in trouble and then the other guy who did the assault <laughs> got a free upgrade so you guys had you guys had uh 
what are they? Not peepholes, but what are they? Yeah, uh, yeah. We port keys, blow holes. <laughs> you had port, you had the <laughs> yeah. the look the looky loo uh, hole, the looking glass, the looking glass on the yeah. door. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this guy we also had chains on the door as well, door chains. So, so he opened the door to the the knocking. He didn't look. The, he could have looked through. I it, mean, seen that and gone. Maybe your he did, partner, but please. he still opened the door to a stranger in their underwear. Right. So instead of calling the front desk saying, "Hey, there's someone knocking at my door. I'm not opening this door. You need to get security up here." And then what are you going to do about it? Yeah. He he just full on. He opened, opened the door. And the said, guy tried what to come in want? and no. they punched him in the face. Right. He's like, what are you going to do about this? That was not the hotel's fault. No. That that happened. No. But we gave that guy a free upgrade. The thing is, I would have, in that scenario, I legitimately would, I wouldn't hold either at fault per se. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, what are you going to do about it? Well, I'm not going to press charges. <laughs> That's what we're going to do about it. How's, oh, how's me, that tickle your undercarriage? Let me ask this guest if he's going to yeah. press charges against you. How right. about that? Would you want to do that? Sit down and well, talk about Well, he tried that? to break into my room. False. He knocked on your door. You, you opened, opened it. it. Now, should he have walked in? No. Now, could, that be, could that be considered like an aggressive move? Sure. Mm-hmm. But he, you opened the door for him. Yeah. So neither of you were right. Neither was wrong. Go back to fucking bed. Yeah. Asshole. Sir? You, he knocked on the door. You opened the door, and guess what? By vampire rules, you fucked. You All right? invited him in. You invited him in, and now he sucks your blood. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's just. And now he's gonna suck your dick. <laughs> Aristocrats. <laughs> um, I I don't know, man. I just. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, go ahead. I just, um, I don't know. That, that to me is hearing the outcome of this airplane allegedly um, and just and then recounting that story. Just There's no justice in that, and that's when people say the customer is always right. Um, it's bullshit. It's bullshit to me because... I've never subscribed to that. Because I'm like, the customer is not right there. We should reasonably be able to sit down with this guy and be like, let's talk this out. What happened? Right. What happened? This guy didn't. We are here to help you at all times. You didn't do that. You took you took matters into your own hands and you punched another one of our guests mm-hmm. because he was knocking on your door. Right. You could have just called. We would have, we would have been up there. We right. have security on staff. Like we can absolutely this, do that. Let me remind you. This is a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here. Yeah. To make sure that you're safe and happy. And the other, again, and there's no way this the guy who did the punching knew the story of the other guy. Right. There's no. He never figured it out either. That this guy was disoriented. From a trip from Australia to Chicago, right, and had some medication, had a small drink with it. That guy was mortified the next day. By I'm the way. sure the guy he was. Got yeah, punched, had a black eye and everything. I felt fucking horrible for him. Absolutely, He's yeah. An older dude. Um, Again, I just go to the fact that like it's a deadbolt and a chain and a thick fucking door. Yeah, it's not like it's a little like a uh, press board door. It's not like a screen door. The guy's that not you just pass through. Say <laughs> you can phase through. <laughs> Phasing through the screen door. Commence. <laughs> I thought that would work. What happened? It didn't stop me. Am I the Hulk? Am I a Looney Tunes cartoon character? Oh, yeah. You know, the more I think about it, the more that guy's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real dick. At first, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a real back to front of. That fucking back to front I don't know how you can reward someone for acting like that. Because, again, having a child. Right. And that's why I like how people refer to that guy as a child. What he's doing, yes. punching the seat, oh, it's nudging it, right. that's insane behavior for an adult. A hundred percent. That is someone who is, that's why I'm like, this guy probably had a rough day. Right. Because you and this don't, was the straw. You don't do that and, and be, you're not, you're not doing that and being in your right mind. No, not at all. And the other, the other thing is in one of the videos, or, or not one of the videos, in 
one of the cuts of the video where there's a little bit more, because there's the one where his face is blurred out and it's just like one moment of him doing that. There's a longer one where his face isn't blurred out yeah. and you can hear like most of the guy, it's, it opens with her saying, what's your problem? And he goes, I don't have a problem. What's your problem? That's, and it's just like, okay, look, you're being fucking petty now. That, and that's someone who, again, is lost it. Right. They're, they're outside of their situation. Right. And for, for them to, and not only that, for the flight attendants, again, the flight attendants approached it like a parent would. They just wanted to stop. They're not looking for justice. They want this to end. You know how many times they probably have to settle uh, seat reclining arguments every fucking flight? Oh, God, yes. All the time. Yeah. And again, as an adult, it's like, God, do we have... And here's the thing. You have to rely on the flight attendant to be the arbitrator right. in the situation. And be like, right. help us help two grown-ass adults. <laughs> Mediate us. Mediate what's happening with this. It's like, well, also, uh, that guy, after she started recording, undoubtedly, he saw that she was recording. He knew it was going to get posted. And he went... Decision time mm-hmm. within that. You know, you, you have a full conversation within a split second. Mm-hmm. So in his brain, he went, all right, let's sit down at the table and discuss. Mm-hmm. Logical half says you need to stop. Mm-hmm. But the other half says you got to double down. The primal down. side says right. you cannot give up. Surrender D- means weakness. Double down. You've come too far. Yeah, right. <laughs> you've got to keep we going. We will not give in right. to this. See you next Tuesday. So I got to punch more. Yeah. You remember the speed bag stuff you used to do when you were in first grade? Let's see if you remember it. Remember the Billy Blank sectional that you went to? (laughs) You've got to go win the Billy Blank section. The Billy Blank's open. One, two, three, four combo. Go. Go. (laughs) Yeah, man. Use your Mortal Kombat combos. Go. (laughs) Fatality. There's only when we get off the plane, you must challenge her to off the road now. There it is. Do, 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 do. We did it, guys. We got there. We got there. We're we here. Uh, this this throwdown, I, I'm going to throw everything else out the window. This throwdown is seat puncher versus old man puncher. Oh, my God. It's, it's well, it, it is just plain and simple. Puncher versus puncher. Mm. What happens? Uh, real quick, Water Speech goes, he punched an old man in his underwear in the eye, then demanded an upgrade? Yep. You can hear the just, he's, yep. he's in, in, in uh, fucking, he's lit up. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what happened. And that's why to this day, I haven't gotten over it. Right. <laughs> Holding on to grudges. The man was in his underwear. <laughs> he was in his underwear. <laughs> hey, the man just had his tighty weighties on. He needed to go pee. He's got to let himself out. <laughs> the pause was the best. <laughs> out. Um, yes. So he's got to drain his lizard. Let the wee 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 out. It let the wee wee through the wee wee. <laughs> He's got a bubbling cauldron full of brown lava. <laughs> oh my god. That brings a whole new term to like bubble gun. He's like a, bu- a bubbling cauldron of brown lava. <laughs> that should be a tongue twister it's you do to warm up for voiceover. <laughs> bubbling cauldron of brown lava. <laughs> Is this my room? <laughs> It's become a problem, a wee bit of a problem. I've lost my battery on my laptop. Don't so worry, I'm still going. Fantastical. Um, so here's what I'll say. Um, the seat puncher, we don't really get to see any power or anything behind it. That's true. We've He's heard just, legend of the power. We've heard legend. He punched it. Legend of the power. He punched the it. The seat puncher story. Violently eight times. <laughs> So, um, I, I mean, we do know for he, sure that one, one inch, one fist punch. 
Jeet Kune Do all Jeet day Kune long. Jeet Kune Do, the one fist man and the one punch man. <laughs> um, we do know that the, the hotel guy successfully landed a blow on an old man in his True. underwear and knocked him down. But this so. guy, the, the plane guy's got stamina because he did this for re- presumably most of the flight. Yeah, right. So it was like... You want to talk about repetition, yeah. right? Just getting in there and just really violently yeah. punching. Uh, it was a punching whew. move. It was wanna, a punching move. You want to hang out tonight? What? Huh? <laughs> um, I would say that, so who's who's more of a threat? Someone trying to defend themselves out of fear or someone who's angry? What's a greater... Oh, I, I would say the survival instinct is yeah. a greater instinct than the anger instinct. Right, because I think... The, it's the, a more the, powerful... The, the hotel guy thought that... He was in danger that someone was trying to invade. Right. When an old man in his underwear was trying to invade his room exactly. that he opened the door trying, for. He's going to plant a flag and sure. claim it because that's how it works. Right. And so this guy out of survival and adrenaline did that. Whereas this guy was angry. Uh-huh. This guy was angry. He was frustrated. And I feel like this guy is on the plane <laughs> with this other guy. And he's doing something in a way that, that makes hotel guy feel threatened. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Tell me. The hotel guy reclines the seat. Uh-huh. And this guy gets all pissy, starts punching it. Well, the guy's like, his fist might slip and hit me. And we all know that any head trauma can cause massive, massive problems mm-hmm. and could lead in theoretically to death. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I need to, I need to fucking save myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this guy's going to do. Well, he's also concerned that he's going to hit the, his lovely wife. Absolutely. Maybe the, the chair over there. How far does this go? Exactly. Yeah. And the second that that guy touches the seat, the other guy gets up and just... Haymaker. Just whoop, right to the face. Right. There's no recording. So it's like out of surprise. Like yeah. those, those survival instincts just kick in. They kick in and he just lays into him because he thinks he's in danger. Fair. And just, and then he's like, what are you going to do about it? He says to the flight attendant, what are you going to do about this? Free upgrade. This man First punched class. my seat. And they're like, how about a plane? Here's a plane. Well, you no, can, ironically. You, you can have this plane. <laughs> Everyone get out. We're landing. We're landing. <laughs> Ironically, it goes the upgrade goes to the seat puncher because that's how it happened in the other one. <laughs> well, I mean, so who uh, really wins then, Doug? No, I, I feel like the guy that lays him out is the one he can't. He wins again in all in all forms because he he punches. Flight him. attendant comes up and goes, "Sir, that was the finest punch I've ever seen. <laughs> you win this plane. This is a plane. We're going to stop. Where are we, Chandler, Arizona? Get out, everyone! I'm sorry. Where are we, Bald Knob, Arkansas? <laughs> Get out, everyone! Out. This plane belongs to this man, and we shall." Carry on as your crew. We'll be pirates of the sky. <laughs> captain, oh, captain, where <coughs> shall we go next? And it turns into an adventure. So we're saying Captain Old Man Puncher for the win. Captain Old Man Puncher for the win. win! Do, 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 do. That was awesome. Done. That was <laughs> done. Do, 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 done. <laughs> Woo, man, that was an energetic episode. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed it because I did. I finished. That's a first. Thrice over. That's a first. Yeah. Anyway, Justin, what have you got to promote this Holy week? Holy buckets, Doug. There is a movie that I watched. I've been, it came out in 2013. I've been wanting to see it for a long time, obviously. Look who's calling me right now. Hey, David. David, we're in the middle of something here. David, we're on a podcast. David, we're on a podcast. You should be watching on Twitch, David. Watch on Twitch, David. Uh, <clears throat> yes, so there's a movie. came out in 2013. I've been wanting to see it ever since it came out. Oh. It's called uh, In a World, and it stars, it, written, directed, and starring Lake Bell. Uh, there's Ron Offerman. Uh, Offerman is in it. Tignataro, Dimitri Martin, um, Rob Corddry, a bunch of people are in it. It's, it's a really good movie. And it basically is a uh, female voiceover artist trying to get into the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don LaFontaine, the, the very famous voiceover artist, everyone, you've, you've heard him. If you've, if you've listened to any movie trailer from the nineties, yes. he was the guy that coined the phrase in a world 
yeah. that guy. So he passes away and everyone's trying to figure out who the next big voiceover artist is going to be. And traditionally, in reality, the voiceover world has been very male-dominated. Uh, and she is it's her story about trying to break in, someone who really has a passion for it. That's awesome. Uh, indie film, shot and done very much like an indie film, and it was lovely. I absolutely awesome. loved it. I remember so, when that movie came out, I saw the trailer. I was yeah. very interested in it. So I would really highly cool. recommend it. It's an easy watch. It's mm -hmm. one of those where... You know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, it's not gonna sit with you and, you know, make you like, oh, I'm gonna think about life for the rest. It's a real easy watch, real entertaining story, well acted, well directed. I all around, nice. I think it was good. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'd recommend you haven't heard this music podcast. Want to yes. shout that out again? Oh, yeah. Sorry. That and the, yes. the um, you know what they say about you. Yes. It's, uh, it's really good. Uh, both those podcasts are really good. Also, I'd recommend uh, those guys from, sorry, those guys from the, uh, you you've never heard this, heard this uh, music podcast. The the dry wit that they have, they're like is unfucking rival. They're a British version of you and I. They're hysterical. Uh, I mean, I feel like yeah. I felt bonded with them, especially the way like Richie gave Wayne shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like just immediately. Like at one point, Wayne goes, "There's a band called Fake Magic," and Wayne goes, "Well, isn't all magic fake?" And without missing a beat, Richie goes, oh, "What about Harry Potter?" Yeah. No, and Harry Potter magic's real. And and, and Wayne just kind of goes, "Uh, uh." Uh, he goes, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about, Wayne. It was, so, it was to the point where I was actually, I I didn't want to step on any of their I know. humor. So like I was like, I'm just going to sit back and listen. I laughed just so much in that yeah. episode because I'm just appreciating their banter. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's they were so funny good. guys. Really good guys. Anyway. Great music too, by the way. We got to listen to some oh, really yeah. cool stuff. So check them out. I actually out. listened to another fake magic song today. Oh, nice. Uh, and I was it was in one of the interviews that they, in the interview, they referenced a music video they did. Yeah. Um, and uh, I went and looked up the music video, and I was just like, these guys are fucking good. I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed the music. Uh, happy that they turned us on. A mess. A mess. What Cannot a wait for the, the the other, whatever else they do. Yeah, they have yeah. an awesome song out Anyway, there, go so. listen to it. You'll hear all of it. Uh, also, some music I'd recommend. Uh, the band, The Wonder Years, one of my favorite bands, has a new uh, acoustic album out called Burst and Decay, Volume 2. Mm. They have five of some of their most popular songs that they've done acoustic versions of, and it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. Go check it out. Burst into Decay, Volume 2 by The Wonder Years. So, ka-chow! Done and done. Gang, thanks so much for listening. Uh, <clears> in <throat> case you didn't know, you can follow us on all our social medias at MindGapPodcast. You can also follow us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash MindGapPodcast. Shout out to Clown Pup for following us. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's really cool. Uh, follow us there. We uh, stream live, record our episodes there. So it's always fun. It's always great chatting with people as we do this. We're also on YouTube. Check out our YouTube page. This is where we'll post our uh, live episodes as well as some other things that we do. Another one that may be coming out soon, hopefully. Bye. Exciting. Uh, so yeah, all that good stuff. And uh, Justin also exists digitally as well. That's true. If you want to follow me, and I would love for you to do it, it's at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, while you're in the online realm, also check us out on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcast, wherever you consume and listen to the podcast. And apparently I found out there were on a bunch of... A so really... I think uh, these other aggregates just pick up shows, so you can find us on pretty much any platform. Uh, so listen to us there. Share us around. That's the big one that we always ask you guys to do. Just share us with like two or three or 20 people, whatever you feel comfortable with, and let them know that this is a good show to listen to and we will forever be in your debt. Um, but we won't actually be in your debt. Um, review us, rate us, all those things. com slash mindgap, and then just keep an eye on all Two East Eighth's other stuff uh, as we... 
kick this year off. We're going to have some fun stuff coming out. God damn right. Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And we will see you all next week. So have a dandy fucking week.